couple of weeks leading into that Pittsburgh game, it looked like tackling had been, I don't know, solved, but better. It was a little bit cleaner. Why did it appear to take a step back? Uh, we just didn't execute, to be honest. There's really not much you can say um, about it. We didn't uh, wrap up. We didn't drive. Um, you know, we knew they were going to come in. They were hungry. And uh, we didn't do what we needed to get done uh, to win the game. And maybe that's a mentality thing. How much of that is potentially youth and where you are in the season as far as maybe the team with some of the new guys or just young players not, not knowing how to uh, I'm not sure um, exactly the answer to that, but I, I mean, at the end of the day, what you learn is you're professional. And um, whether you're an older player, younger player, whatever, um, when you go out there, you have a, a job to do. Um, and you're always going to be graded on whether you did that or not. You guys talk all the time about putting the game behind you, focusing on the task ahead. Is a week like this the biggest challenge of that, where you have the disappointment of Sunday and then so much to play for this coming week? I mean, I think it's a challenge because it's just next week, to be honest. Um, it's one of those situations where you can't um, let what happened last week come into this week um, because it's an important game. Um, you know, obviously we need other things to play in our favor, but none of that means anything if we don't do our job. And so our job is to make sure we go out there, uh, perform better, win, and see what, see what happens. On game day, is that hard to do it all, knowing, you know, they'll be playing at the same time and not paying attention to what else is going on? I'm sure it's hard. I mean, I'm sure, um, you know, human nature, uh, you want to look up and see what the thing is. So, you know, hopefully they don't show it too much. Hopefully they just let us do our thing. But at the end of the day, it's, it's kind of, you know, on the older guys to kind of make sure everybody stay locked in and not worry about that. Because the moment you look at that score, you forget there's a score right in front of you that uh, could change easily if you lose focus. Um, he's just a really good back. I mean, um, the way he finishes runs, the way he reads um, the defense and things like that, he's, he's really good. Like, he's somebody who's always trying to fall forward. Um, you know, when he gets on the outside, knows when to, you know, use his speed versus use a stiff arm. Um, he does a really, really good job for them, and he adds another uh, dynamic to that. You know, you have to honor him, and the moment you pay too, much, too close attention to him, um, then that's when Kyler comes into the mix. And so um, it's going to be a big challenge for us, and we just need to make sure that we we um, are ready for it and we tackle. He is one of the best in the Bless breaking tackles. The, the opposing defensive side, when you look at a running back that is good at forcing tackles, how much does that play into the fact that you have to be so disciplined? Um, I, I'll answer from a defense perspective. Like what I feel like sometimes guys do wrong is um, you got to know when to try to attack the ball and when not to, to attack the ball. Um, you know, you got guys that have good stiff arms and, you know, maybe that's not the best time to, when it's one-on-one -on -one and it's just you by yourself, maybe that's not the best time to go for the ball because of how good a stiff arm is. Um, you know, I think a lot of the characteristics is just them like driving their legs uh, when they get contact. Um, I think he does a really good job that maybe people don't give him enough credit for is I think he understands the the balance and the momentum of, of the defenders. And so 
um, you'll be closing down from an angle and think you're about to get a shot on him, and then he'll spin out of the tackle. And so some of the tackles is um, him just understanding the leverage in which the, the defender is coming. And so it's either a spin move, it's a stiff arm, it's um, you know setting up his blocks when there's powers or pullers and things of that nature. I think um, that's what I would say Like good backs are really good at, at understanding when to use their tools and when to use um, the leverage of the defender against the defender. Bobby, we've seen Witherspoon and JSN kind of form this bond as rookies, both first-round picks. Do you, do you remember coming in as a rookie that happening with guys in your class, whether it was Russ or Turbin or guys on defense you were teammates with, that you sort of got this attitude like, hey, we're going to help this team out in the future? Honestly, I think it was everybody in that group, to be honest, because um, what I remember, all the guys had very similar feelings. Um, you know, this is kind of a, a big moment in your life. You finally get drafted and, you, you know, you're going to a team, you're really, really excited. And as you're watching, um, as you're watching them talk about you on the pick, they're telling, they're basically talking about why this isn't a good pick or why the Seahawks should have did this or he's too small, he's this, he's that. And, and you go down the list of guys that got drafted that year, everybody had that particular topic. Um, and then at the end of it, I believe they gave us an F. And so um, I think the bond started to form um, easily because of that, like um, feeling like, uh, you know, you had doubted before you even got into the league. And so I think a lot of that was just using that as motivation to be one of the groups that changes or helps this organization. Um, and then obviously as you, like I trained with Russ in, at IMG, uh, Bruce went to uh, Mount Sac, was down the street from uh, where I was at. Um, Turb, obviously, went to the same school. Uh, Toom uh, was my roommate uh, in the dorms, or not the dorms, but in the uh, um, training camp. Um, and so we just had a group of guys. We just all bonded and, and got close over time. And it was a combination between the, uh, the doubt and just us being kind of locked away and being rookies. And... I wanted to do something special. Bobby, what's um, how this season has gone for you and what's it told you about what you might want to do next year? Huh? What has this season told you about what you can do and might want to do next year? I mean, there's no might. I'm here, so I never thought anything else outside of that. There's no might that you want to play beyond this year? 100%. I didn't think about that. I didn't think too far. I just was um, trying to be present in the moment that I had and, and uh, try to make the most out of that and let the cars fall where they may. Do you think you've reproved things to anybody this year? Do you have questions, I guess, any of that? Um, I'm not sure. Like, um, I don't know. I feel like as you get older, you you realize the, you know, the opinions of others doesn't necessarily matter. It's more of the opinion of yourself because uh, sometimes you can get lost in that. Sometimes you get lost in And I think that's... Kind of what happens with younger players, um, you know, it wasn't as prevalent when I first got into the league, just how much you pay attention to social media or pay attention to uh, ESPN and all those different things that have so many different takes, but it's a roller coaster of feelings. Um, you know, when you have a good game, they're talking like you're the best in the world. And then when you have a bad game, they're talking about you're the worst in the world. And if you listen to those things, um, your opinion of yourself can go up and down. And so uh, I try my best to not worry about the opinions of it of others and focus on myself and just 
keep finding ways to improve. And I feel like if I try to find a way to improve my game, improve as a leader, um, everything tends to work out most more times than not. How do you feel physically? I mean, you played every game almost every snap. How are you physically? I feel good. I mean, I feel like I I have a great team that helps me um, you know, stay in shape and stay um, ready. Um, I got great examples of guys that have played a long time that, um, you know, are not selfish with information on how to, to last. And so I just try to do my best to do that, and I feel fine. You look at examples of other guys who've played as long as, you know, who are, I guess, your, your age right now and trying to keep playing or anything like that? Or? Uh, one more time. Well, do you do you look do you look at examples of other guys like especially linebackers? I guess who, who played this long. There's not, I mean, that many. I guess who have played in the age 34 kind of seasons. Um, don't correct. I mean, you correct me, but I'm pretty sure it's Levante. Um, I, I love watching Levante play. Um, always watch him. Uh, Demario Davis, the same. Um, you know, love watching him play. Um, there's guys like that that I like. We kind of stay connected with one another because we understand like as you get older they start calling you old all these different things but you know you watch those guys those guys are playing at an extremely high level and um it's really cool to watch what they've been able to do in their careers and what they've been able to do just um this year and so you know i, I pay attention to those guys and um they always have my my love and my, my respect Um, I think, yeah, because uh, it's kind of like a language thing. You got to be able to speak their language. You know, the language that the older guys said when I was young is different than even when I was 25. And it's different than, you know, now being 30 plus. Like, the, like I always feel like great leaders have the ability to adapt in their communication um, and they're able to relate to um, different people, no matter what their age, interests, things of that nature, so I feel like naturally you have to adapt because the things that I was into when I was their age is not the things that they're into. And so if I try to relate to them from things that they might not even know, um, you know, it could not be connected. So um, for me, it's always constantly trying to learn um, the things that motivate them and the things that um, they're interested in or even like the things that they want, you know, out of this game and see if you can find a connection. There's always a connection. You just got to find it. Anything else? Thank you. Cool.